you fucking idiot! Your little sister's being raped in hell! podcast where we discuss the films that we feel are underrated or perhaps underappreciated or even ones that have just slipped under the radar that have passed most people by this show is a collaboration of friends and podcasters comprised of myself fred torres aka district six what what ariel and sergio ortiz hello nerd incorporated hi (laughs) and Derek mcduff hey what up what up and together we are the undercast company Today, we're going to be talking about The Evil Dead, the 2013 version, which a lot of people yeah. don't really look at. Evil look Dead, too much no about. the. Huh? Just Evil Dead, no the. Yeah, there is no the. <laughs> they, they lost the the. There is no the. Because it doesn't How deserve dare it. You? I, I, don't, don't say it to me. The, the filmmakers. Guy, I've there seen these is films. no the. 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 There is no the. All right, he's right on that one. Oh my god, are you fuckers really going to be into that? It's oh, just, oh, I'm just saying, it's no Evil the. Dead. It's Evil Dead. No, the Evil Dead were the good movies. Oh god. Uh, okay. If the studio made a point of getting rid of the T H E, then yeah, it's kinda like a, a, a <laughs> I'm sorry, Alan, I didn't mean to start all this. <laughs> Alright. Evil Dead 2013. Sixty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Not as high as its predecessors, Evil Dead. The oh I'm sorry. The, the Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. The Evil Dead Two and The Army of Darkness. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Correct the Jackasses, the podcast. I'm just kidding. So anyways, uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about Evil Dead 2013. And the reason why I picked this one is because I actually felt like it was a really awesome, lovely little horror film. Obviously, it does get overtaken by its predecessors, The Evil Dead and The Evil Dead 2. Obviously, we love Sam Raimi. We love the evil dead and the evil dead 2 they're wonderful horror films but what i really really appreciate about this one is that they actually went there all they didn't try and try and remake something and try and fuck it up and change it up we we, we dealt with so many horror films as of late where they remake it you know when a stranger calls and etc like that um even just many movies where they go go out of the way to re- to remake them yeah what i really appreciate about this is that the people the filmmakers that went out of the way to make it really were like, we want to use practical effects. We want to go back to how they made it, how Sam Raimi and friends made it with just practical effects, no CGI, nothing like that. Yeah. Which we have to thank Frey Alvarez for that. But it was produced by Robert Tapper, Sam Raimi, and the lovely The Chin, Bruce Campbell. Obviously based on The Evil Dead, uh, starring Jane Levy, Shiloh Fernandez, Lou Taylor Pucci, Jessica Lucas, and Elizabeth Blackmore. And this came out 2013. So, before I go into it, I want to hear what the rest of the gang felt about Evil Dead without the the yeah. 2013. And let's start off with Fred. Because Fred was the original. He got me into these films. He got me into the Evil Dead, the Evil Dead 2, and the Army of Darkness. So, I want to hear his interpretation of what he thought. What okay. Think? I'm going to go with... Before I saw this movie, when it came out, I thought it was blasphemous, so I didn't watch it, right? Now, in, in that, I now watched it. And in itself, it's not 
the Evil Dead movie that I thought it was going to be, it is another completely different movie. But still has aspects of the other movies. So in a way, it... I don't know. I, 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 maybe maybe I feel like I wanted more of a connection. Not that this has nothing to do with how good or what it is. No, I agree with. I agree. I'm just saying maybe I wanted a little bit more of connections, but there wasn't. But at the same time, I think I'm happy that there wasn't any connections. You know, so it's a conflicting feeling. But in that, uh, there were points where I was like, "Yo, this." I was eating. I was actually eating, watching this movie, and there got to a point which I actually appreciate that I was like, "Yo, I need to put my food down." Yeah. Because yeah. this isn't this isn't gory like uh, like the gory movies that are the Japanese movies that I watch, where it's like you know there's just ounces of blood everywhere and it's all this stuff. And I was like, yo, that's legit. I'll eat, I'll eat food through the whole movie. I'm laughing. And this movie felt a little bit more serious, and I think that's why I was like, yo, I need yeah. to put my shit down. Whether that that is good or bad, that can be subjective. You know, that's that's always going to be on you on how you feel about that. The movie was cool. There were some times where I felt they were a little uppy and downy for me you know uh it wasn't like a straight shot for, through because like with with the evil dead movies you know you know that there's like uh, there's there's a sense of humor going with their, their stuff even though you do feel like oh man the, the monsters are coming out and the zombies are coming out even the even the like the tree the, no not just with the dead but i'm saying like even the scene with the tree and, and the woman getting the tentacle and the very first one uh you, you know what I'll take that back. This movie is more reminiscent to the first Evil Dead. Yeah. That's what it is. Because the, I just wanted to interject real fast and say, because the sequels are very self-aware. They're very like, oh, ha, ha, look at this. Whereas the first one is played completely straight, and this one is played, for the most part, completely straight. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was going to get at. Um, what else can I say then? No, I, th- I think that's pretty much it. Sorry to steal that from you. Oh, no, no, but, but I'm sorry to interrupt everybody. Mm. Because my man, Fred, was the person that introduced me to the lovely, the beautiful, the chin himself, Bruce Campbell, Groovy. for the Evil Dead. And I just want to—I just want to know what 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 did you find not great about it? Like, what what were you looking to when you saw it? Because I mean, like I said, I, you know, I recommended this. My own this is my recommend recommendation recommendation no, to everybody. There w- there wasn't really anything wrong with the movie per se. Like I said, it's it's a it's a, it goes very well. It's just like I said. It's it, it did get its slow times. Uh, I did enjoy the girl peeing herself. I w- I thought that was a nice out of touch. I I didn't expect that part. Like the like the nurse. If you yeah. notice, she pees yeah. down her pants. That was so unhealthy. Hilarious. Sorry. I loved it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, would, I guess I would agree. But no, I'm just saying. Like, is there something a little different from the other movies? Things that you wouldn't expect, you know. But obviously, this movie was a little bit more real than the last one. No, yeah, know? this one definitely. Because obviously, most people most people probably have seen Evil Dead Two. An Army of Darkness. Yeah, that's normally where you go for it. Even even I did. I saw Army. No way, did I? No, I saw the first Evil Dead, and then I saw Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those things. I mean, uh, the tree the tree rape scene was crazy. That one that one was nuts. This was a little bit more intense. On you this think one, it was more intense. In this, this one. one or the previous? No, no, on this one. one. This one was this way one? more intense. Like before, the first one, it's shocking that you hear that a tree does that. And this one, I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? I felt the original one was more intense. <sighs> no, no, because you have that other woman that spits out that thing, and the thing is almost alive that's crawling up her hooter. And then she ends up fucking yelling out loud. Like, I was like, yo, this is intense. The yeah. other one was more like sexual, like the tree was banging her, and this one, it was more like she getting possessed. This was like straight up? Yeah, okay. like straight up, like I'm getting possessed by through my hoo-ha. Yeah, the, the only um, the note that I have at, for that moment is like, 
they did not just go there. No, yeah, no, because well, <laughs> I didn't know. I've never yeah, seen yeah, the. the I've original. never actually seen yeah, any if, of if the you, original one. If you see the original one, the, the tree like kind of like fingers her i guess is the best way to put it yeah like, you see the branch yeah, like, we don't yeah, need to get too gross <laughs> well, no i'm not oh, no, I'm so, so what happens is the branch comes out of the tree oh and it goes okay. right into it uh-huh. all right bam. yeah and it's oh, and you know. like this classic is, like classic yeah. sam Raimi. uh you know yeah. humor yeah, you've seen spider-man you know you have seen spider-man spider-man yeah. 2 it's bonesaw. just like that yeah, it's just like bonesaw yeah derek it's just the beauty of nature you know this is the birds and the beads and the trees yeah, that was that was. An, but an, so yeah, as somebody who didn't never had never had experience from e- about the Evil Dead, I do actually want to watch Ash versus Evil Dead, but that's another thing. But um, mm, if you're I gonna never, do that, I watch the movies first. If you've never yeah, seen the movies, yeah, so I watch probably will. Um, but yeah, for me, that was a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I so I had like a passing familiarity with the old movies. Like I'd seen them on TV like years ago. I think. Definitely evil, like you said, Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness. Um, I've seen a couple scenes, probably from the original, so I, I kind of knew it. But so I, but I do like that they appreciate that they were did a. It was a reboot, but it was a soft reboot. It was still set in the same continuity as the original series. There was tied back to it, and it was kind of a loose remake. You have characters that are kind of tied to the other ones. There's all these great callbacks, like the evil arm, and you know, of course, you have the Necrocomicon and all this Necronomicon. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Um, but overall, the movie was, for me, it was kind of a mixed bag. Like, I, it's kind of the most boring answer, but I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Um, there was parts about it that I really liked. Um, overall, I, I would say I liked it overall, but it wasn't my favorite. It was good, not great. I'll just say that. Um, and there was, and I think the big thing for this movie is that it came out a year after Cabin in the Woods. Because Cabin in the Woods took this kind of movie, like this, this a bunch of teenagers going into the woods, and it just tore it apart perfectly. Like it t- took all the tropes and was like, "This is this, this is this, this is this." And this one, like we were saying before, is played pretty straight. And I watched both those movies in the theaters. You know, you know, but the thing is that this is played. Ex- Remember when I said I had a gripe with how the Power Rangers movie was done because mm-hmm. of Power Rangers? No, this this literally Go follows the Evil Dead that podcast. Yeah. No. This actually follows Evil Dead. Like this is like when I saw this movie, I was like, "This is the Evil Dead." The only thing is, like, this is so real. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm like, that's a little bit of a difference than the other one, because the other one you can kind of feel maybe like you know the old kind of gory movies, you know the old old kind of splattery pun kind of yeah, yeah. kind of that feel, and that's what that I feel. And this one, this one took a different turn. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it makes me feel good. But I, I feel different. I did overall like it. There was some things that I was not a huge fan of, mostly. Okay. I do like that they had the excuse for going to the cabin was an actual different thing than we've seen before. It wasn't just a bunch of teenagers going to the party. Have you, it's a ha, rehab have you seen getaway? Yeah, it's a rehab exactly. Have you, have, yeah, yeah, it was a rehab. Um, I really do appreciate like getting rid of those horror tropes, and uh, that's something that I, I mean there is still a good amount of them in here, but that's one of the ones that I did appreciate. It's not just a bunch of teenagers going out. You know, with a couple of, you know, with liquor. Like, and hey, let's go get fucked up. Exactly. And yeah. You know? yeah. It's different. It's, and if it, I feel like it's ironic that it is a rehab weekend. That's kind of yeah. funny to me. But the the thing I do would, would like to, compl- like, that I do have a little bit of agreements was, is the characters in this movie, with one exception. I think that the main actress, um, main character who is, sorry, what's her name? Mia. Mia, thank you. Mia, um, as played by Jane Levy, who is a very underrated actress. She's from this show called Suburgatory that I think me and three other people ever watched, but I was obsessed with it. That was on around the same time. She's great. She and when whether it's she's like her like normal self, who's like 
you know, rehab and killing monsters, or if she's just like the possessed, like saying these horrible things, she kills it. Everyone else is like a cardboard cutout. They have no character whatsoever. They're just boring. They're just saying like the things like, I can't believe this. This is crazy. Especially Eric is one of the worst characters I've ever seen in any film. That guy who looks like he was a bargain bin Kurt Cobain. And he just like starts like going through the book for literally no reason and just read it's just like don't read this and it's just like it does he doesn't even have any motivation to it. He just does it because the plot needs to happen. I wish they would have, you know, given these characters some deeper well, things. I think the brother was weaker, but okay. Well, the brother's about also a weak character. The brother yeah. they're all of them they I can't name any like defining characteristics of anybody other than Mia. Well, again, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you have to remember, have you guys seen the original The Evil Dead? Yeah, he finds the book and he just reads it. Yeah, that's a problem then that they're re- replicating. I think I think it's what it is. It's, it's the nostalgia factor. They want to at least some well, nostalgia. And you don't need it, like a reason for a dude just out of curiosity to read out of a book made out of human skin, you know? Yeah. I mean, exactly. They, they you, can't, you can't tell me if you weren't at a fucking random cabin in the woods that you see a fucking book chilling there made out of human skin uh, written in the in the the blo- ah, fuck how does it go written in the blood of the the damned or something so like that event. and uh stuff so, you know well and it's, it's kind of like what i was saying about uh, the cabin in the woods like because in the cabin in the woods they do kind of like the cabin in the woods is kind of a, a satirical like, film yeah, he's like don't he's like i'm drawing a line in the fucking sand don't read the latin out of the evil book and and yeah, but again, Cabin in the Woods goes into that. The, the Cabin wait, in the Woods wait, wait. is like a satirical So, so film. Cabin in the Woods says that? Like they have no, Cabin in the yeah, Woods, have, have you seen Cabin, Cabin in the Woods? Well, but see, but, no, I've never seen it because I, I really don't. It's a wonderful but see, but that, that line is because of the Evil Dead movies. Yeah, and, and, and it's kind of like it's playing on all these tropes. And I and other than just that, because I feel like that was just – it took me out of the movie a lot when he just – like just give him a line and say, oh, this is really interesting. He Just give him anything. You know, But he had no character. When he was getting killed, I was I was like, yeah, go Deadites. Fucking kill this guy. He's just so whiny. And he's like, you left us for your – like the East Coast. I hate you. Like he's, he's his friend he hasn't seen in years. He's like, because you're that's late. that's how the demons act. The demons No, it was before act. the demons were there. He was just a no. shitty dude. No. He was literally no, the I mean, first you know, scene. Yeah, saying like the that, entire that's how movie. It goes because like asked to show that these characters are like weak minded. Yeah, so that, the because demon, that's why they're the so easily possessed. possessed. They, it doesn't come across as weak minded. It just comes across as these people are all shitty and they don't have any interesting defining cr- characteristics except for Mia. Mia stands out so much because she is a really good character. I don't know if I would if the other you know, actors I, I are any so good because their characters are so badly written. So d- yeah, for Derek, it's a, it's a mixed bag movie. But, I, and, but I, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm harping on a lot. I do like just, it, especially like the second act lags for me a little bit. Because it is, there's not a lot of Mia. But when it picks up the end of the movie, where like it's just her versus the Deadite, that shit fucking rules. The end of the movie, the blood rain. Like, I was, I was kind of tuning out a little bit. But once that happened, I was like, I'm back on board. I love this movie again. I was so hyped. The ending. It was just classic horror monster movies in all of the best ways. Junior. Yes. <laughs> you guys gotta talk. Okay. <laughs> yes. Like, uh, we're about to say something. Uh, uh, my, basically, uh, uh, in terms of a horror movie, I mean, it's a it's a pretty serviceable horror movie. I think it's a good horror movie. Uh, honestly, like, yeah, the, I mean, I was mainly focused on the girl. Like, all the other characters were really weak, especially the brother, in my opinion, because it's just like, you know, the dude, bro, the Kurt Cobain character who read all this necromancy stuff out of the book. It's like, dude. I did this. Your sister is possessed. We have to kill her before it spreads. And then he's like, nah, dude, it's my sister. And I'm like, okay, he's fine. Like, You're a coward. <laughs> and yeah, what was that whole excuse where it's like, 
um oh my mom went in- insane it runs in the family and then the dude bro's like dude what are you talking about but anyways it's like you know i feel like i felt like they were already all gonna die except for the girl so it's the trope of uh the the virgin at the end can live or die is it a trope she's not a virgin it's a big trope no 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 i completely agree with that i'm not saying literally a virgin the lone survival girl the final girl yeah she's the final girl yeah but i mean like it's like well, that's like the, the the debate between convention and uh, cliche. Is I think that's more of a convention, if anything. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a cliche, but the way they executed it kind of makes it a convention because it's like this is going to happen. It's just a matter of how are we going to get from all of them alive to her alive only. And that final showdown, yeah, with the blood rain. Once that blood rain started coming down, I was like, oh shit, did we mess up? Because it's like, technically, five people did die. Yeah. Technically, five people did die. She did die, but then she came back because he unburied her. I loved that, by the way. That way, he like gets yeah. kills her and comes back. I yeah, thought that was I thought really that was clever. very smart. I thought that was very smart. That I was like, oh, that's actually really smart. You know, unburied, you killed the demon, but uh, or you to kill basically. But uh, obviously, the demon came back. But that final showdown, yeah, and the ch- use of the chainsaw, that nice homage. Yeah, that's um, cool. Obviously, yeah, it's an mm-hmm. obvious homage. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a horror movie. She I think it was very well. Well, just like, did you guys notice a shotgun the whole time they were using? Yeah, it's, uh, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. The whole time. Stick. yeah she literally, um, like, attaches it to her Her. Well, she kind of sticks her hand in the little handle yeah, thing. I mean, exactly. she doesn't really attach it. Kind of. Well, of course. Um, but, yeah, for me, it was it, it was very reminiscent of... of um, in 80s horror movie it basically had the same 80s type of dialogue especially with the beginning scene with her and her brother so um going into i mean you know if you go into it with that expectation of okay this is just like a kind of like a nostalgia trip if you just like okay this is an 80s type of movie where it's it's taking itself it's it's straight edge it's taking itself like as it is it's not being satirical like a cabin in the woods is so it's gonna have those that moment of like okay this happens just randomly like this they find this book randomly they they this guy even though without thinking reads this book randomly and 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 so even though me personally was like why the hell is he doing that why are they doing this why is this happening why aren't they doing this kind of would take you out but if you let go of that kind of like realism of this story even though it is kind of like a in a style that it would conjure up realism you get to understand like where it's coming from and that it's just this 80s horror movie just shot ni- more nicely and is playing as as a nostalgic trip for some people and then it's just like very gory horror movie for others and yeah for me I, it was it was what it was enjoyable in that dir- direction i'm not, not too much of a horror person so um for me it was okay yeah oh and also one takeaway from this is that fucking duct tape fixes everything duct tape yeah fixes everything mm-hmm. uh what can you say? But it was a good movie. Yeah. It was a great movie. Yeah. It's 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 fantastic. It's fantastic at what it does. And if you're a fan of of, a, of horror and gore, it's right up your alley. I mean, this movie 
did everything right because it, it followed the Evil Dead. I mean, it, it's, it's an Evil Dead movie. It, it it stays true to its title. Now, I can see how if, if you've never watched the other movies or if you don't love them like the cult classics as they are, I could see why you're not going to... You know, it can be a hit or miss on this one. Yeah, that's what I was going to segue into. Why do we think uh, this is underrated? Why do we do we think this is an underrated movie? Or why do we think it became underrated? Yeah, because I will say that this movie was originally supposed to have a direct sequel, um, and then there was going to be an Ash versus or, or a uh, Army of Darkness 2, and then there was going to be a crossover third one, kind of like Glass did. A crossover with like Mia and Ash. Yeah. Instead, they ended up just doing um, the Ash vs. the Evil Dead TV show. That's all they could really get off the ground. So, yeah, why do you guys think that this movie, you know, didn't, you know, live up to the kind of expectations and it just performed all right, did all right, critically not great? It could possibly be that because it was, like they, like Fred and Alan were saying, it's kind of like a carbon copy or, or a retelling of the same story. So I feel like maybe if they took it in a slightly different direction and maybe made it a little bit more original. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I had and mentioned added to the lore yeah. of the Necronomicon because yeah. like I, it just didn't. Even I I think around. honestly what happened was you had fans that were uh, shot both ways. Bruce Campbell wasn't going to come out in the movie. I think was it was he upset at the time or he, the, he showed up in the post credit scene. No, 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 was, no, yeah, he shows was, up in the post credit scene. Yeah, that was filmed after, after the like fact. after the fact. Yeah, way after. Yeah, but they the filmed that, that in his bedroom. <laughs> but but the thing is that Bruce Campbell's the kind of guy. Who he doesn't like to be typecast. He's yeah. seen his predecessors like NM West yeah. and everything like that who have been typecasted. He's he's trying to stray away from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and like I said, it's just one of those things where we maybe people might be wanted to see him in the movie, not the post credits, because we right. all. I mean, I heard about the post credits. They, they recorded that after the movie, after the fact. But like I said, it, it might have been that people wanted to see him in it. Maybe some people were like, "Nah, you know, they're gonna remake it again. Why?" The, the cult classics are perfect, you know, because you, you get all types of different ways. But honestly, for a movie to succeed like this, you do want that core uh, uh, audience that, that loved the movies before to come out in droves because that would have made it better. Now, uh, is it right or wrong? I, I said they should have gave it a shot. It was It's actually good. But see, I was one of those guys who said when they came out was like, oh, Bruce Campbell is in this movie. Oh, it's not like that. It's not Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, or I mean, a remake of, of Army of Darkness. Or like a part two or something or a continuation or I'm not going to see him. I'm like, why the fuck do I want to see a bunch of new kids? Like, why do I want to tell? Why do I want a retelling? And instead of being Ash, being a chick, if I've already seen this, if I already have the character that I like. And for me, I definitely would. And I think I had kind of brought it up before, but I think the fact that it came out so soon after Cabin in the Woods definitely had an effect because I was just thinking the whole time I watched this movie the first time came out a couple months after Cabin in the Woods 2012. This came out 2013. I was just thinking about, oh, yeah, they totally took apart this trope it, and not to say that you know I, I i think cabin in the woods is one of my favorite movies of all time this is still a good movie and but i couldn't it's because it came out so soon i couldn't think of anything else it's like if you had a movie like airplane which is a spoof from disaster movies if you had a year after that a movie set on an airplane that was a serious action movie and it's you're not going to be able to separate the two in your mind if they come out so close if you're a fan of the what if it was connor yeah, exactly. Like if they had Con Air come out like immediately after I, Airplane. Yeah, but Con Air was a good movie. That's what I'm saying. Like if the movie was good enough, I think it could it could change your mind if it's good enough. I so yeah for that but it, it does such I've, a good job taking apart every trope that this movie. So utilizes. I feel like um actually, it, it, if you can't do that and disconnect, it kind of like would ruin any kind of movie that you would actually watch. And so for me. Like if I was in that, I I haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, but I know that it is like kind of satirical in that. So I know I've heard really good things. I just haven't gotten around to watch it. But um, 
I feel like if you're, I mean, you... you're gonna subconsciously at least think of the movie. Like it's mm. it's impossible to just be like I can't. Not like... impossible. I do it all the time. I do it all the time too. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I guess I'm dumber than you guys. Sorry. No, you just disassociate yourself from the movie. Yeah, you just watch I what mean, you're watching. it's 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 it's, it's subconsciously. It's it's not. You're, it's gonna creep in. Well, I think. Well, you can do that as an individual, or, or like tap out as as a general whole. I think that does contribute to why it is underrated. Is because a lot of people saw that this was at least me personally. Like, if I were to hear, "Oh, they're remaking the Evil Dead," just watch the original. Oh, the re- I, like in my head, they're redoing it because of for money. But like, obviously, that's not the case because this did not make that much money. Otherwise, it would have been more popular. We would have probably seen a sequel. But you know. I think that's a lot of the reason because it's just name association and Evil Dead. We've already seen that before. If they're gonna, you know, remake it, I don't know. It has to be something like different. So I think that's the reason why it didn't really kind of get the recognition that it it probably does. It does deserve because it is a good movie on its own. It's just yeah, that's what a lot of the the things we talk about too is just brand. It's just branding and whether people really want to go out of their way to see it or not. And um, actually going off of that branding thing, do you think that it kind of like, um, uh, because the, in the history of Evil Dead, like it has it like going from the first one to the second one to Army of Darkness, the tone is ha- did change. Yeah. And it kind of like was had has now become known for that, that kind of like satirical, like kind of crazy out there tone. So do you feel like them going back to a more serious tone of a movie might have diminished um absolutely yeah i think that the people were kind of expecting that kind of goofier tone which i think was kind of you know i'm sorry to keep harping on this delivered in cabin in the woods and that was kind of it did feel like you know like the more of a successor to uh evil dead 2 and army of darkness well this is more of a successor to the very first the evil dead and if i can argue that the thing is i feel like the reason why this movie is a lot better than people perceive it as that evil led to is a classic mm-hmm. evil led to itself is a remake yeah. of the first evil dead Tell and the thing is like if you if you were to like sit down and watch evil dead one mm-hmm. evil dead two mm-hmm. and an army of darkness mm-hmm. you end up finding out that evil dead two is literally a remake of it that's just a funnier remake and like all the iconic tropes of ashley j williams himself chainsaw going back in time fighting the army of darkness and all that stuff comes from Ar- or evil dead too so the reason why this movie didn't bother me or like it didn't make me go oh, i don't want to go watch it was because i was like they're remaking the first one sam raimi's very first evil dead 1984 classic that is in uh, nightmare on elm street the first one if you look back if you look in the and if you watch the movie you can see it in the background it, it's more of a horror film and the thing is, every up-and-coming director always starts with a horror film because they're easy to make. There's, You can do so much. Your creativity has no bounds with a horror film, especially with, an, uh, with a small budget. So the reason why I was so excited for the remake because I was like, they're going for horror. They're going for the terror. Because when you watch the original Evil Dead, it's all terror. It's all gross fucking special effects, splatterpunk. Like, it was even controversial. Like, I think in the UK, you couldn't even rent it. You couldn't even watch it in theaters. It was considered a video nasty because of its um The original contents. or this one? I'm sorry, I missed that. I'm sorry? The original or this one? I missed that. The original. The original oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Bruce Campbell one, Sam Raimi one. 
And I think what they were trying to go for this one, which I really appreciated, was that they're like, we're going for that um, iconic video nasty, like the, the blood rain, all the special effects, trying to like tape each other up with duct tape and, and like didn't a character cut their arm off that's like, the stuff like, that really works for no, me and you yeah. know what I appreciate in this movie than the other ones is they play more into the Necronomicon than these movies than the exactly. other ones exactly yes. a lot more because in the other movies if you actually watch the other movies they, he only opens up a couple pages you only see a few little things you don't see it like here where they open it up and you can see all the writing you can make out the writing you can see all the pictures and everything that's in the book is happening to them right in, per- in their person yeah I found that exactly. very, very that was very good yeah I mean in going back to that 90s that they didn't catch on like oh the next thing's gonna be on the next page but that's that's just how that that trope kind of goes mm-hmm. but yeah i found that that was like it added a more kind of like oh shit element element mm-hmm. because you like saw like like the what the for example like the picture of the of the girl cutting off her face and initially i thought like oh so Mia is gonna cut off her face but then like the the girl starts to act all weird and, and i was like Oh no! Yeah. So yeah. It's very prophetic. Yeah. Very like there there was something was was going to happen. It's like impending doom before the doom happens. Exactly. It gave you a precursor of what was going to happen. Obviously, back then with the Evil Dead, they couldn't do that because they only had finite resources. They made it for on the cheap. This yeah, they had to do like an actual they're, they're, budgeted they're, movie. This was those were just some kids making the uh, exactly. Evil there Dead. was there was even scenes in the original The Evil Dead where like. There's a scene where, like, Ash is maybe in the basement and he's going up and his fucking hand is going up to push the door open from the basement. That was literally filmed in two different states. Huh. Yeah, there was times yeah. where they're like, oh, shit, we couldn't film that. They had to get some random ass fucking arm. And they're like, hey, man, can you just film yourself pushing a door open in your garage over in Wisconsin? Oh, yeah, sure, dude. Where are you at? I'm in fucking Minnesota. Do it. We got to make this fucking picture. But. And Sam Raimi himself was a magician. He was an illusionist. And he had to do those kinds of things. And what I appreciate about this film is that they, they went out of the way to be like, we're not going to use CGI. Mm-hmm. We have a big budget and we're going to go out of our way to make that kind of thing. I think the reason why I love this film so much as a remake is because it's a remake of a remake of another remake. Yeah. Because it's literally remaking an old movie that was already remade by the original director himself. And they're trying to do something in the time of CG, mm-hmm. we live in a time where there's so much CGI. And again, don't get me wrong. I don't hate CGI. I'm glad we can see all our favorite superheroes battling it out in Avengers Endgame and our favorite monsters, you know, Ghidorah and Godzilla. But at the same time, horror, though, you need to stay grounded. You need to have practical effects because that's where it hurts everybody. And it looks so much better. It makes the film age so well. You and know? It makes it so relatable. And, and like you feel it. You cringe at every yeah. moment when she's cutting her, cutting, you know, when they're cutting their hands off with that fucking little, like, uh, turkey sar When the arm thing. gets stuck under and she just rips it off. It looks, oh my God. It's, if that it's was CG, bloody and it it's would, gory. Yeah, it yeah. would be like, okay, that's a creepy effect. But, like, just this, I'm just like, that's fucking brutal. It's like the reason why you're saying, Fred, you, you probably couldn't eat that one because it's so visceral and so real, you know? Exactly. Yeah, kind of. I mean, like I, I watch really gory movies. Like I said, it's just the reason I, I just it, there was something in the movie that just was a little like I said, it's just a little different from the regular Evil Dead that I'm used to. Yeah, and maybe that's like I said, I felt a little jarred mm-hmm. when I watched it. And not so much because of the way their arm rips off, because you see that in the Evil Dead movies. Mm-hmm. You see their arms cut off. You see him how he cuts his arm off. You see like the way she cut her face. Like, those things are still in that other movie. Yeah, and that's what makes it relatable. It's just there was something to it. I don't know. Maybe just the graphics are way, you know. I mean, the way they do the their their prosthetics and stuff now 
just looks a little different. I don't know. It's like you know, um, American Werewolf in London is one of the greatest movie, horror movies. It's got the greatest effects, but then the sequel, American Werewolf in Paris, they used because it was 1998. Well, nobody talks out. about that. Yeah, yeah, it's a fucking horrible movie, and they use so much CG, and it looks horrible. Even though it came out 20, 30 years after the original, mm-hmm. it looks so much worse, and it has aged horribly. Practical effects is always yep. king. Yeah. And horror yeah. film. So you guys, would we all agree uh, that we recommend this movie? Yeah. 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 I would say I would recommend it to most people. I wouldn't say, I would say it's uh, maybe not everybody. Uh, like, you know. Yeah. Quite. You just have to ensure that you suspend, you know, you go in knowing that this is an, uh, a horror movie. It's an 80s style horror mm-hmm. movie in dialogue for sure. And in character development. Um and you just, if you are a horror fan, or if you just want to, just want to get that feeling of just the classic horror movie, um, then yeah, definitely watch this movie. It's definitely like if you want the gore, it's gory as heck. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I do rec- recommend it for that. Um, and and if you are very nostalgic for the original, then yeah, definitely yeah, check it out. Uh, Sergio. Well, final thoughts on this movie is yeah, yeah. If you're looking for a, a really um, a movie that really honors its genre in terms of classic '80s horror movie and the Evil Dead franchise, this movie is definitely uh, one to watch. And I, I, it's not a bad movie. And of course, a horror movie, it's a really good horror movie, and it does scare. Um, and the way that they portray like demon possession and just like gore in general too is is very well done i think and they do take liberties on uh, portraying those in creative ways using uh practical effects there's like and and some of the practical effects in this are really well done um raining like the red sky blood rain is just really good it really looks really looks good and it is iconic yeah once the sky goes red it's like oh shit you know what i mean so I, I really like the way that they portrayed it and the way it's shot too is very pretty um so yeah even you know in terms of its flaws with like the characters and stuff like that you really don't need strong characters in a situation like that when it's just more about the um what's actually happening on screen so uh yeah i think it it checks out really well because it, it does its job it knows what it's doing and it does it really well uh, and when a movie does that, then it definitely deserves some recognition. Yeah. Perfect. And then, uh, so Derek, mm-hmm. any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts are, you know, this is a solid movie. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed watching it. I'm, I liked that I was able to watch it again and a little more separated from Cabin in the Woods because I obviously still have Cabin in the Woods very much in my mind, but it's not so fresh that that's all I'm thinking about. I'm able to kind of view it more objectively now which um i appreciate uh sorry i was salty with you guys earlier about cabin in the woods uh but I no i mean cabin in the woods yeah. is a wonderful film but uh, i yeah. love it it's one of my favorites as well yeah and then lastly the gentleman himself who got me into these wonderful wonderful horror films that i will always cherish for the rest of my life fred what do you feel it's a good movie i recommend watching it uh, you know, to each his own. Honestly, this is a well, gory movie. This isn't just your typical horror movie. There's gonna be a lot of gore. You know, if if, if things like that are gonna bug you, it's gonna bug you. But if at the end of it, if you're gonna watch it and you're gonna walk out and think it's good, I believe you are. So I say give it a shot. I mean, it's it's a good movie. It's it does it does what it does right, and 
you know, with the character acting and all that stuff, like, it's always been, how can I put it? You can look past that in this movie. You can go easily past that when you start to get into the nitty-gritty of what the movie's doing to you. What's it making you feel? How you feel a little grossed out? How you start to uh, squirm a little bit in your chair when you see this, you know, uh, a hand get hit with a crowbar or something, or the guy hit, hit, hit in the head over and over again, or when that needle pokes you in the face or things like that. Yeah, Casey, when I yeah. think about that, um, the best um, defense weapon <laughs> were fucking arms and hands in this movie. I just it's, 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 uh, well, because it's you know what, but it, it's uh, in all honesty, natural instinct would dictate that you would stick your hands up to a block for your face and your stuff. So yeah, you're gonna get hit every time. Every yeah. time they're coming at you, you're gonna. That's why they got so messed up in the hands and stuff. But I mean. It's 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 a good movie. It it works well, and I mean, you know, if you like to see people get punished <laughs> with pain all the time, I mean, go for it because people get all left up. Especially that one Kurt Cobain guy. He got stabbed so many yeah, times. Yeah, so that stuff. guy. You know what? He, I I thought it was all right. I, I didn't I didn't feel that bad for him. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, mean, like I, that. I thought it was all right. And I think, by the way, I think Jane Levy. Like, I don't know how she's not like famous. Like this, and is like the only thing she's been in other than that TV show. She's popped up a little place. But she she should be like the next Emma Stone. She's incredible in this, and I would really love to see more stuff. So she, she the the last scene was it was pretty good of her. Yeah. So Fred, as like, yeah, person got me into Evil right. Dead, got me into this lovely uh-huh. franchise. Would you say you'd recommend it to other Evil Dead fans? Oh, I would say you need to give it a chance, and you need to make up your mind because only you're gonna decide. Like I said, I think it's a good movie. I think it's cool in the lineup, but the reason I I liked the Evil Dead movies uh, was was because of uh, Bruce Campbell being in them. I think like his his acting, I enjoyed him. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, then that's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying. And a lot of people who watch because there, there's people who just watch just Army of Darkness or have watched Evil Dead too. Yeah. And you know what do you tell them when Army of Darkness obviously has a sense of humor? That's where you get that like the fistful of boomstick and all these other games and the stuff that kind of come from that kind of a little bit more jokey. What do you, what do you tell them like? Are you going to like this movie? I don't know. But I think you should give it a shot. And if you're one of the guys that's watched it from the very beginning, you watched the first one, and then you watched Evil Dead 2, and you watched that, then yeah, you're going to probably enjoy this one. Maybe not the same way, because obviously you wanted that nostalgia factor, I think, more than anything, to see some of the guys that you've seen before, like, really prominently in there. But I, I think, yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it at the end. You know, you're going you're gonna to watch it, and you're going to enjoy it, in my opinion. But No, and I yeah. agree as well. I feel like, too, um, the reason why I recommended this one is because... It is different in its own way, but also, like, if you are an Evil Dead fan and, and you know, just maybe, like, kind of Fred, he kind of, like, didn't really go out, out of his way to watch it, I still feel like you should check it out because it's just like how we previously talked about Power Rangers kind of thing. Like, we all had different opinions on that on that film when we were talking about it, but with Evil Dead, or, sorry, Evil Dead 2013... You're not going to let that go, man. No, Sorry I'm not. about that. No, Sorry. because it was from the fucking beginning. But with Evil Dead 2013, um, it's a different interpretation. Just like, and, and it's going to surprise you. I feel like it's a surprise one because a lot of people, when Zack Snyder released Dawn of the Dead, people were like, are you fucking kidding me? Actually, it's really Dawn of the Dead. Movie. It's a fucking amazing remake yeah. of a film, which Dawn of the Dead itself is kind of a slight remake of Night of the Living Dead in its yeah. own way. I mean, and the same thing, same fucking process. George Romero did Night of the Living Dead, remade it in a way of Dawn of the Dead, and then it was remade by somebody else. Evil Dead is almost, and it almost its own present version of Night of the Living Dead and Evil and uh, Dawn of the Dead, except it's just Evil Dead. 
Uh, I recommend it for people who are fans of, of the Evil Dead franchise. And if like, you know, you know, now we're now Ash versus Evil Dead's over. It's done. And if you're like, I just need one more quick fix. Go ahead and watch Evil Dead 2013. It's wonderful. It has that splatter punk. It has the references. We challenge you to watch that movie. We challenge you. Do it. Put yourself through it. See what you say. Put it on the comments later. Tell us what you think. And then please wait for the post credits. Yeah. Because you think Samuel L. Jackson coming up to you (laughs) and saying, hey, I'm here for the Avenger initiative. That's going to get your shit going. No, it's not. Save for the post credits. Because mm-hmm. I fucking told everybody in my party when I went to go see it, I was like, "Wait, because we're we're gonna see the man himself. Trust, best believe." And there he was. And I'm gonna end it off with that man's most famous line of all these films: "Groovy." Well, uh, that's technically not the end because you still have to say your goodbyes. <laughs> no, please, no, please go out and follow us, please, because yeah. we really need those right. likes and stuff yeah. like that. Nice applause, uh, everybody, but we're not done yet. No, no, no. Thanks for the apology. But, uh, uh, thanks for the apology. Thanks for the <laughs> applause. Thanks for the applause. But, yeah, we appreciate it, guys. Uh, go out there. Five stars. iTunes. Everything. Just like that. Uh, go on our social. You know, thanks for listening. Hit that subscribe button on your podcast app to make sure you're always notified when a new episode of the show once they come out and continue to hear us babble, please, if you're willing to give us a rating and a review, it really helps. And let us know what else you'd like to hear from us on this podcast. We can only get better with your help. Once again, we are the Undercast Company, made up of myself, uh, Fred, yeah, Alan, uh, There's probably no left in Undercast Company. I think it's just Undercast Company. <laughs> <laughs> What did I say? No, you no, said the just, you, you said the undercast company, and I think we're just undercast company. Oh, I'm sorry, undercast company 2013. Thanks. <laughs> Made up of myself and Fred, gang gang, Ariel and Sergio Ortiz of the Nerd Incorporated. Thanks for being amazing. I, I think it's just Nerd Incorporated. Nerd Incorporated. Yeah, Nerd Incorporated 2013. We're at Nerd Incorporated on all social media. Okay. And the District Six, 2013. That, that would be the District Six. Derek McDuff, 2013, who also guest stars on his podcast. <laughs> he doesn't guest star. Why, <laughs> Why would you guys say that? Me, me, and Derek have a podcast. Uh, or no, it's Derek's podcast. I guest star on it. Paul Infinity Stones, Dragon Bones, where Check we talk out. about Marvel. Um, cinema, the MCU. Sweet. But yeah, go ahead and thanks, guys. Check us out. Give us a follow, and we will be back soon with another film. So stay tuned. And thanks for being amazing. See you in the life, brother. Stay there like a titty. Stay like a titty. Groovy.